Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. A lot of times, each person with inside of them are going through certain things in their life. And at times, we listen to other people's concerns, how they feel, and we make a drastic mistake. We make a huge mistake when we're listening to from that person about the way he feels and his feelings. So someone may sit there and complain about their financial situation, about their health situation. They're telling you of how they feel and you'll turn around and say, brother, I know how you feel. Or, you know what, it's really hard. You know what, be patient. Which is good advice, but the question is, do you really know how that person feels? And the answer is no. You will never understand what or how another person feels. You will never understand his level of pain. You will never see what he's seen. You know, he's trying to tell you a story and you're visualizing that story, but you're never going to look at it the way he saw it or the way he heard it. Or the way that his body experienced it. And why is that unique? Because every human being is different and it takes things differently. But a lot of times people, they just want to let things out. But at times when they feel that every time they say something, you respond, yep, I went through something like that too. Or you know what, this happened to me or whatever it may be. You're not listening to them. Sometimes a person just wants to let off what's on his chest and the reality is that you will never know how he feels. So don't try to compete with it. Some people try to outdo the other person of, you know, what they've been through or how they feel. How they feel. And don't downplay it either. Don't consider it to be nothing. Brother is pouring his heart out. Brother, put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is wrong. Yes, putting the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is correct, but the method of approach is wrong. Because when the companions, radiallahu anhum, when they were grieving, even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was upset or was dealing with something. Sometimes it is only natural for the human being and it's only a point of healing that a person goes through certain phases to be upset, to be sad, to be hurt. That's normal. This is what Amr ibn Khattab radiallahu an once when he was praying in jama'ah and the ayah was read إِنَّمَا أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ The Yaqub alayhi salam he said that I only complain of my grief and sorrow to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He started to cry. And he went back home and he was constantly reciting this verse. That I only complain of my grief and my sorrow to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he would cry. And only that person would know what is in his heart and how he feels. So a brother, for example, he gets divorced recently and he's coming and he's talking to you about how he feels and his situation. 
And you say, you know, brother, everyone, a lot of people have been through, a lot of people have been divorced. So just pull yourself together, plenty, plenty of fish in the sea, life goes on. There's always a point in a person's life or phases in a person's life where he needs to go through the phase of being upset and finding himself and finding his direction. And that's something that should not be rushed. As long as the person is fitting his duties, is relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not that he's deviating away from Islam, he's still holding firm. But at times it's important for that person to figure it out himself, not to bury his pain, not to bury his feelings. Why? Because they will resurface. They will resurface, they will come out. Even the Prophet ﷺ would say many years, but even to his his yani to the time of his death, the Prophet ﷺ always felt the hurtfulness and the heartache of losing his uncle Hamza. It was always part of his life. It was always something there. And even his wife Khadija, radiallahu anha, it was always part of his life. Even the companions. You hear the story of Abu Hurairah, radiallahu anha, and his mother. Or the stories of the companions of Amr ibn Khattab. And his brother, for example, the relationship that they had between each other. You would find that a person has these things in his heart. And he will continue to have these things in his heart. Be it death, be it sickness, be it destroying of wealth, be it becoming bankrupt, be it whatever it may be. A person, he has to find his way. He has to have his closure. And that's important. But be very cautious when you speak to a person and you tell him, bro, get over it. It's nothing. Not a big deal. Life goes on. Yes, life goes on. The person is not turning away from his Islam. He's not turning away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He just has grief and sorrow. He's upset. Something has occurred in his life that affects him a lot. And if he keeps burying it without solving it himself or getting over it himself, then it is going to come back to haunt him. This is why we make sure that, yes, if a brother is grieving or brother's in a situation or... You know, he feels in a certain way. We monitor him. We make sure that he does not deviating away from his Islam. But we also allow him to find his way. You know, a father, his kids will come back from school and they'll say, Dad, this kid picked on me. He'll go, go solve it yourself. Dad, this kid said this to me. Go solve it yourself. Dad, this, dad, this, dad, this. And then someone said to me, he goes, man, your kid's having all these problems at school, you know, being bullied or whatever it may be. He goes, Akhi, this is not serious. He goes, my children, the reason I'm like that to them is because they have to figure it out themselves. They have to deal with it themselves. Because that's not the only bully that, that they're ever going to come across in life. That's not the only hurtful words that they're ever going to come across in life. That's not only the, bad, the only bad person they're going to come across in life. This is only little kids. In life, they're going to come across a lot of these people. And they have to learn how to deal with it. They have to learn how to navigate themselves through it. And to strengthen themselves. 
I cannot always be there for them. One day I would go. They have to be ready. And it's so true. A person, he has to stand up on his own feet. Yes, having a support network is important. Yes, having brothers there to always... But the brothers are not going to be with you 24 hours a day. That's the reality. They're going to see you once a week, twice a week, and half an hour here, an hour here, that's it. You as a person have to stand up on your own feet and realize that first, yes, I have a problem, I have grief, I have sorrow. I have gone through things in my life. But I've only gone through that for me to gain my experience in life, to be able to help others. Not for me to feel choked every time I touch back on those feelings or something remind me of those feelings. A person, he has to pass this. And a person would come and say, you put your trust in Allah. Yes, you put your trust in Allah. But for one second, if a person believes that a person should not have sadness and sorrow or grief, we're talking about Yaqub alayhi salam, a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying that he only complains of his grief and sorrow to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّمَا أَشْكُ بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ That one of the greatest companions, رضي الله عنهم, Amr ibn Khattab, he was affected by it. And we're talking about a verse in the Qur'an. The only complaint of my grief and sorrow to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because in the reality... Yes, it's good to tell another human being your problem. Yes, it's good to share what's on your chest to another human being. But at the end of the day, the only one that can relieve you from that grief and sorrow and the only one that can cure you from that grief and sorrow is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the only person you should complain to is Allah. But to deny it or to be shameful of it or to make yourself believe that, you know what, you're all high and mighty and my man's through the roof, so I'm going to battle through and I'm going to be strong and you know what, nothing's going to, you know, I'm a brick wall, nothing's going to affect me. You know, my dad died, nothing's going to affect me. My mom died, nothing's going to affect me. My wife left me, nothing's going to affect me. I lost my job, nothing's going to affect me. Eventually, shaitan is going to ride you and you're going to break. Because at the end of the day, regardless, you're a human being. The Prophet ﷺ cried. The Prophet ﷺ cried. On many occasions. And even when his son died, he cried. And I said, what, what is this, Rasulullah? He said, this is a mercy. This is mercy. This is a mercy that Allah has put into the heart of a human. This is natural. And when a person, he does that, it is a form of him connecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because he humbles himself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knows that he is weak. That Allah has created mankind weak. We're not a strong creation. We're not strong and mighty. We have to wear clothes, warm clothes and jackets to keep warm. We have to protect ourselves from the sun. We always be under shade or sunscreen. At night we have to lock ourselves in our houses. We can't just go out into the bush. We get attacked by animals. We can fall and bump our head and die. We can eat a small piece of food and choke and die. Just bumping ourselves on something sharp, we can cut ourselves. We're not solid. We're a weak creation in stature. 
and unfeeling. That's why we lean to desire. That's why we make mistakes. But to sit with someone that has all these problems and grief, sometimes it's just a reminding a person of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Reminding a person that Yisun, you can do it, you can get through this. But what we see these days that a person tells another person, Akhi, put your trust in Allah, be strong, be firm. Yeah, but that's not going to solve his problem. He has to work through it. Sometimes that's just a person covering it. And every person, obviously, situation is different. And you see that again. During the time of the Prophet wasallam, companions had their own way of dealing with things. Some of them will go for walks. Some of them will go for walks. Others will go for journeys. Others will climb mountains and seclude themselves for, for days or weeks. Some of them would plant trees or do gardening or whatever. Everyone had their own way of escape for them to deal with the situations that they're going through. Some will come to the masjid and pray all day and all night. Every person will deal with things in a different way. But you will never understand a person's heart. You will never understand another person's feelings. In saying that, it's also important to understand that one thing you can never do. Doesn't matter how much you try, doesn't matter how much effort you put in, you can never control the feelings of another person. If you say something to upset another person, you have no control of those words, what it's going to do to the heart of that person. You have no control. You cannot control someone getting upset. Person would say, Brother, I did one too, but this person they reacted more than what I expected. They really got hurt, they really got upset. Because you can't tune the way someone feels. Someone invited me and I didn't come, and they got really upset about it. They really wanted me there, they got so upset. You can't control how a person feels. And in marriage also, brothers will always complain, my wife this, my wife this, my wife that, my wife, my wife, my wife. Because one thing you have to learn is you cannot control how another person feels. You can't. I upset my wife, but I bought her flowers and I, I don't know why she's not happy. Because you can't control the way that person feels. They can only control it themselves. So maybe you fail to realize how they control their feelings and use that to work with. How they make themselves happy and use that in your favor to make them happy. But I, I, I said something to my wife, she got so upset, she, she left the house. And one man, he once said to his wife, and this is strong words. She did something that she wasn't strong enough to do. Like she tried to carry something and lift something. And he said, what's wrong with you? Are you now old and frail like your mother? Small words. Are you, have you become old and frail like your mother? 
that or those words when she was a little girl her father used to always harass her mother with these words and say to her you can't do anything you're old and you're frail or you're weak and you're frail why did I marry you and he always used to you know harass her father used to harass her mother with these type of words so when obviously she got married she tried to be very strong in everything that she did to try to make the husband happy and now the husband has said the same words that she grew up seeing her father abuse her mother with these words she blew up she packed her stuff and she left the house so the husband he came to the sheikh Sheikh, my wife has left. She's packed up. She's gone. She took the kids and she left. Why? I just said some words to her. What did you say? It was nothing serious. All right, what did you say? I said to her, you know, you're becoming old and frail like your mother. I said, but I didn't expect her to react like that. And the Sheikh said to him, he said, first and foremost, you can't control how people react. And that's so true. You cannot control the way people react. And for you, those words might not mean anything. But to them or who you're saying them to, don't expect those words to come from you. A husband should be supportive. A husband should be helpful. A husband should be there for his wife. If I were to say or to tell you that it took over one year for that wife to get over those words, to finally forgive her husband and come back, believe me, over one year. Why? First and foremost, like we said, you can't control the, the feelings of people. And second, don't go into unknown territory. Meaning don't say stupid things. Don't say things that people may take serious, even as a joke. Even as a joke. Even as joking around. Some people joke around even with their own children. They say, oh, you know, you're not smart. You are adult. We actually adopted you as a, as, a, as a child. Some kids end up believing it. They get hurt. They get upset. Be careful of even joking. Because you can't control someone's feelings. And I'm going to yani, point on one thing. That one thing, and you know exactly what I'm saying. That one thing that one person said to you when you were a child, when you were a teenager, one person said one thing to you that to majority of people would not mean anything, but to now you're still hurt about it. You're still upset about it. Why? If you were to tell the person next to you what it is, they'd probably say, bro, it's not that serious, but why did it affect you? Because that's how you are as a human being. Everyone is different. So when you deal with other people, deal with them like you're dealing with a glass, you know, how you hold a glass bowl. A thin glass bowl, be very cautious what you say to other people because you can hurt them and they'll remember that word or those words even when they're praying janazah on you 50 years later, they come to your janazah 50 years later, as they're praying their janazah, they remember this person said these words to me 50 years ago. That's how strong words can affect a person.
even if it's one word, one sentence, whatever it may be, it can have drastic and long-term effects. You can never control the way people feel. And that is a fact we have to accept in life. That's why the Prophet ﷺ, he always told us, if you haven't got anything good to say, don't say anything at all. That's why the scholars, they said, practice silence. Because talking too much can cause damage, can cause harmfulness towards people. That's why the Prophet ﷺ said, smile to your brother that smiling is charity and you always have that good perception, that good image. Never flip the coin or consider something, brother, I was only joking. Or even to the wife, oh, I, was, I was only joking. I thought you'd be okay with that joke. It's not a point where people's feelings, once it's hurt, you cannot, and as they say, once the word leaves, word leaves the mouth and enters the ears of another person, you can never, you can never take it back. A thousand sorries later, they may forgive you, but trust me, they'll never forget those words. So be very cautious. 